the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merc, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. For your net worth, the markets are closed today, so we can't call it Margin Call Monday, Squirrel. We're going to have to come up with something good. Monday weekend full of Democrats and propaganda. Let's call it more on Monday. It's more on Monday. Where uh, I was listening to the forecast. What's it? 95 today with a high probability of gunshots. 98 tomorrow with a high probability of gunshots. That's how they should give the weather in Chicago. How's traffic? Well, there was a shooting on the Eisenhower. Traffic's a bear. Because you're used to it now. 48. Ah, it's not that bad. Could have been 50. And uh, do we call it mass shootings? What about red flag laws? Did anybody call a red flag law? Here, I got I got a tip for the Department of Justice. Ferret Face Garland, the rest of the Democrat moron scumbags on the take bastards. The gangster disciples have guns. Oh, they've got guns. It's a red flag. And guess what? They want to use them. Oh, but they do. So I think you can find them at CPS. Go to CPS, and uh, I think they're there. And uh, I don't know if you saw the video of the 80-year-old man driving home. Did you see it in Lakeview? (laughs) You know what that a hooping and a hollering is? That's 80 CPS students rubbing their asses on his car, jumping up and down. And you want to know why you need guns, huh? Red flag law. Red flag law. Preposterous. And uh, it, it reminds me of something. The other thing I've done, aside from very strongly protecting your Second Amendment, which was not easy. That was not easy. And by the way, they will take your guns away as sure as you're standing or sitting there. They will take your guns away. Either that or obliterate the Second Amendment. And they will. And when he means they, he didn't just mean the Democrats. Everybody knows what they are. Just take a look. It's nothing $500 in an envelope can't buy you. Not only are they whores, they're cheap whores. But the Republicans are in on the scam, too. What kind of Republicans? Well, the Republicans like this. It is sad to watch. Just uh, I'm heartbroken by watching my party go from the party of Ronald Reagan, a commitment to truth, understanding America's role in the world, to a party that, frankly, its leaders know better. They know the election. Was- See, here's, here's the thing, child, you punk. You're not a leader. Because you swindled a bunch of morons to vote for you. You're just a corrupt political whore. You're a child. And you don't know Jack. You certainly wouldn't have cut it in the Reagan years, punk. You would have never lasted. Only now, when the idea of a man is some, uh, some fella like this. Throughout my career, I have focused on the intersection between medical, mental, and behavioral health. Yeah. That wouldn't, have sw- that wouldn't have flown either in the Reagan years. 
an admiral, a fellow dressed in a, in, in a pin skirt, wouldn't have flown. But then again, not much of this would have flown when men were men and America was America. How about the old dimwit in the photo op? All you have to do, dummy, all you have to do, just ride down the trail, stop the bike, and answer a few questions. That's all you got to do. I've fallen, and I can't get up. That lady had more character than Joe Biden. The reality is we are in a pickle, and if this country had a no-confidence vote, everybody, everybody would vote this moron out. 80% of America is sick and tired of failing, because that's what Democrats do. They fail. They fail miserably, and they fail unequivocally. And in the meantime, they tell you how great they are. I have a motto. I drink, I eat, and drink no for breakfast. (laughs) Don't hear it. I say you get that unlikable tramp in office as fast as possible by removing the 80-year-old who can't seem to ride a bike or stick the landing. He had one foot on the ground. I never understood why men wore helmets. Now I understand, because he would have bumped his noggin. Although maybe it would have knocked some sense into his stupid derriere. Considering a pause on the federal gas tax, Mr. President, we know that you're considering it, and Secretary Gellin spoke about it yesterday. That's what I'm considering. Uh, how soon can we expect a decision? Well, I hope I have a decision based on the data I'm looking for. I want you to listen to it. See, these are the things that you're just, they're just slipped by you, and nobody talks about What do you mean, I hope I have a decision, stupid? You're the one making the decision. Oh, I hope I come to a conclusion. I mean, is, is everybody a D student, CPS student? Is everybody a moron? Do you have no stand? Yank this imbecile out of office. I, I, I probably, not the majority of them aren't saying that. Come on, don't make things up, okay? Now you sound like a Republican politician. I'm joking. Yeah, yeah, I'm joking. I'm just kidding. Let's be serious, vice. The majority of Americans are drowning. In the quagmire of your feudalnomics, in the decisions, in the ramifications of the decisions you've made, and you pump out these children, these know-nothing, have-never-done-anything. And I'm not just talking about Adam Kinzinger. He's on the other side of the aisle, apparently. I'm talking about these idiots. I don't know who Brian Deese is, but I wouldn't let him valet park my car. How is this idiot in charge of our economy? Does anybody have, did he graduate? Ooh, is he cum laude? Because he seems like an absolute lion rat. I know the president said... Recession is not inevitable. It seems increasingly probable. Uh, The conference board put out their survey this week. It shows eight out of 10 global CEOs now expect a recession within the next 12 to 18 months. Now, that's for you CPS morons that may not have switched the channel because I don't want you listening to this show. That's 80 percent. 80 percent of businessmen, real men, people who are out in the workforce. The rest of the welfare roaches, I really don't care. And this whole thing about, are we, you think we're in a recession? We've been in a recession since this Botox-faced, weak-bladdered old man usurped the office. Are you kidding me? Here's all you need to know. Inflation, when Donald Trump was in office, was 1.3%. 1.3. It's 8.6. And the number to get to that 8.6, they dropped off the biggest things you spend money on. That's six times as bad. That's the kind of pickle you're in. So if I'm going to wait for some host on a Sunday afternoon, and she got her job the same way Kamala Harris got hers, to tell me it's a recession, then I don't deserve to be in the economy. I don't deserve to be a business owner. I don't deserve to be an American. I should just vote Democrat. Because there are moron welfare zombies that put this 80-year-old dimwit in who can't even ride a fracking bicycle, let alone make a decision. I hope he comes to a conclusion. Did you ever think you'd hear something like this? By, uh, by the end of the week. 
My team is going to be sitting down with the CEOs of the major oil companies this week and try to get an explanation how they justify making $35 billion. How do you justify even holding the office? How they justify making $35 billion? Because they spent 80 you stupid son of a dog. Now, in the real job where you can't sell political power, you have to invest, then you make money. When you compartmentalize what I make and never talk about what I spend, you know what they call that? A lie. And that's all you know how to do, you incompetent moron, is tell a lie. They spent $80 billion on R&D, on investing. The fact that they made 35 you know what that's really called? Stupid? A loss, you moron. Now talk about how they don't pay taxes. I am so sick and tired of illiterate buffoons who put their little suit on and they pretend to be superior just lying through their rat bastard teeth. Not stolen. And instead of focusing on how now to turn back to the American people and sell a conservative vision for government. Oh, are you conservative, Adam? Adam, you Tea Party fraud. What did you do with Obamacare? What did you do with taxes? What did you do with spending? That's the idea of the good guy, huh? That's the good guy? The whole damn government needs an enema. And I found just a place to stick the hose. In the first quarter. Are you planning to sit down with all the gas CEOs, Mr. No. President? Why, why is that, sir? Because my team's going to do that. First of all. Because he can't do that. Listen to me, reporters. Stop selling this old man as anything other than a figurehead. He can't sit down in front of other men because he's not a man anymore. He's a fraud. He's an old, doddering fool. Don't send him to, to, to Saudi Arabia. We'll be invaded shortly after. Don't send him around the world. Don't show anybody else. What you rat bastard Democrats did to my country. Don't show anybody because he's a walking embarrassment, an absolute fraud. You, you, you got the vaccination? Yeah. Are, are, are you OK? I mean, you seem no, it works. Or, you, you know, or, 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 or the mom and dad or, 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 or the neighbor or when you go to church or unedited. That's just full on Democrats, stupid and corrupt. What they've done is they cut back on the refining capacity. All this stuff you hear about and you guys have to report. Now, here's the thing. They're refining at 95% capability. They didn't cut down on Jack. But the moron Democrats who ride their bicycles with their simpleton helmet on, they don't understand how many refineries were shut down because of the regulations of the eco-Nazis. They have no idea. And they'll believe anything, even if it's told by a scumbag who never made a dollar but could marry it. See, what John Kerry realized is you could marry more money in one ceremony than you could make in a lifetime. And then you could spend it to act like you actually made it. You could walk around like you're in charge of something, the whole time being a cowardice fraud. And energy security worry is driving a lot of the thoughts now about, oh, we need more drilling of gas. We need more drilling of this. We need to go back to coal. No, we don't. We absolutely don't. See, that's why, stupid That's why the price of oil is triple that and the fact that you put sanctions on the American people the whole time pretending you were hurting Putin, who's made 50 times the money, 50 percent higher than he made the year before. They're raking it in. Not only that, they broke the back of the U.S. dollar, which is what this swindle in Ukraine is really about. It's a swindle in Ukraine because you don't want the rest of the world to know there's no reason anybody should trust the American dollar with scum like you in charge. And the only hope is who a scum like Adam Kinzinger? The dollar should be worthless with these idiots in charge. So look at it this way. You really made out on Margin Call Monday. I don't know what the holiday is, but apparently the markets are shut, and that's good news for all of our retirement. 312-642-5600. 
Broadcasting from the petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest, the nation, and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. How pathetic! How absolutely pathetic! And all I keep thinking about is can you imagine if Trump did that? It would be on the front of the news. It would be like those fraud hearings on January 6th. Fraud. That's why Adam Kinzinger is still on the Sunday shows. The most irrelevant, the most incompetent, the most ineffective politician Illinois has ever sent to Washington, D.C. And that's saying a lot because we have a lot of wafers, a lot of toilet urinal cakes. There, here's Adam Kinzinger, proud as a peacock. And here's the other thing. This child... You are going to tell me what the Reagan years were? You're not a man. You didn't go to work. You didn't start anything. You didn't do anything. You went into the military, where I think he exaggerated about his record. Who gives a rip? He jumped around in a fly suit. Good for you. Bully for you. But is this where you're going to tell me about Reaganomics? Because you didn't take advantage of Jack. In fact, what you did is avoid business. You avoided it. You ran right in there. The only way you could make money is through your little pack. I think he mentions the pack in this, doesn't he? The human for what is it? it's like George Costanza's when he gave the Christmas card, the human fund. We're still relitigating 2020 and pretending like the system is broken. Listen, Neil, when you convince half of the country or even 30 percent of the country that if they vote, it doesn't count. That's how democracies fail. See, that's what you're convincing people. You're convincing people that when they vote, it doesn't count because all the Republicans voted. They outvoted the Democrats. It didn't count. And you're trying to convince them to swallow this. Then here's a simple thing. Produce 50 million people. Just 50. That's 31 million. Produce 50. That raises their hands and swears they voted for Joe Biden. Can you do that, Adam? Can anybody do that? Is there any way to audit this? Oh, I I don't think there is. Then it's the perfect system where a bunch of liars are going to pretend to tell me the truth. Shut up, child. You're nothing in the real world. Nothing. Ryan, New Lenox. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Thank you. I'm just so perplexed by this you know so-called capitalist joe biden who is upset about the uh oil companies making 35 billion and you're exactly right they had a loss he wouldn't know a loss if it hit him in that bicycle and oh i like that meet with these guys here's my thing ryan this is why i'm not kidding you in 2008 i'm very proud of myself i bought the the name capitalist union llc i own the capitalist union because it was evident if people were naive enough to vote for somebody who, who ran on a platform of destroying the principles of private property. See, they call it capitalism, but it's propertyism. And what they're trying to do is erode the idea that these are private companies. And they're trying to use all kinds of lies and leverage to make them do what they want at the price they want it. That is backdoor nationalization of everything. And this is the plot of the American Marxist. And if they don't wise up, I, I think the oil companies right now today should all get together buy all their stock back, go completely private, then shut down the valves. What do you think of that? I'm, I'm, t- I'm dead serious. I'm talking about a horde car- hardcore, now you get nothing. You give them the Michael Corleone. Now you get nothing. My offer to you is this, nothing. And see what they do. Now let this idiot, tell, tell the American people how you're going to do it with your phony nonsense. Because you need that oil to make that phony nonsense. All of it is a common denominator of oil, from the fiberglass to the phony solar and all the rest of it. This is why you have to display to children why they have to listen to logic, reason, 
and objective fact, or you're going to be living in this soiree of, of utopia. And before you know it, you saw what happened in South America this weekend, last week. They all voted for radical communists because they can tell a better lie than here. If you don't work, you don't make. Simple. Ours is a harder story to sell because it's based on effort, which is the opposite of Marxism and socialism. It's based on existing. Then you drive around on the weekends and you shoot everybody and jump on old men's car. Thank you very much, Ryan. Appreciate the call. Jerry, Chicago. Hi, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Just a couple of quick things. Okay. Were you in Elmwood Park yesterday? I was. Yes, I was. Were you getting into a blue van? I was not. Because I think I saw you. I was not getting into a blue van that I know of. But, uh, okay, because I, I was on, like, diversity in about 70 seconds. No, that's and another I made handsome a right-hand turn. No, that's another handsome uh, double. I, like. I could have sworn it was you. Because no. the person looked right at me, and I did a double take. And I said to my daughter, I go, there's Sean Thompson. No, it was just some guy I could have sworn it was you. Just some guy hitting okay. on you. All right, thank you. Okay, anyway, anyway, when is, when is a spokesman from our side going to come out and tell it like it is? The reason why the... Uh, there's no uh, refined fuel. Nine refineries have shut down in the last two years due Absolutely. to government regulation and uh, government incentives. When are they going to and 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 Barry and, Jones Biden today said he talked to Larry Summers and Larry Summers says that a, a recession is not inevitable. When Summers said it last year when they pumped all that money into our economy that a recession was going to happen. You so know, when are they going to start? When are they going to start counting Joe Biden's lies? Jerry, like they did with Trump. They had the counter going. Jerry, thank you very much. And by the way, don't ever flirt with somebody by diversity in 72nd. You may end up tied to a tree in a forest preserve. But the other thing I want to remind you is Larry Summers, I believe, is the idiot that lost $1.8 billion for the Harvard Trading Fund. Did you know that? Oh, but he is. Let's turn to an idiot. Let's turn to a loser. What do you think, Lair? See, in the real world, when you lose that kind of money, nobody asks you for your fracking opinion because you're a loser. See, that's what we've done. We've allowed these Democrat losers to somehow seize power of decisions and choices. Losers don't exist in the real world. That's why they hate the real world. See, in capitalism, a guy like Larry Summers, especially when you lost someone else's money, You'd end up in the Huskow if that was a private fund, because Larry Summers, how do you lose $1.8 billion? In the meantime, how do you have any credibility afterwards? Only in government could a loser of that size ever be asked, what do you think? Who cares what you think, dummy? You lost $1.8 billion. Don Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean. You know, as we're standing in line paying 6 and $7 a gallon of gas, uh, the the uh, European utopia for green energy, Germany, who thought that their uh, their power could be run on uh, uh, unicorn farts, yeah. is firing up their coal burning plants because they don't think they'll be able to make it through the winter. Did you know another reason? There's there's a, a law that was enacted. I want to say in the in the late forties in this country, our oil companies have to send thirty percent of what they refine. offshore. 30% of what they refine goes offshore. And uh, now with this whole thing with Russia, the reason we got Germany to say we don't want it is because we promised them we would send them our liquefied natural gas. And they didn't even have the routes to do it. These idiots have no idea what they've done. And And the wave, the tsunami of incompetence, the tsunami of failure, we can't even see it yet. We just see a little white in the, off in the distance. What's that? That's a tsunami of Democrat failure. 
And when it hits the shores, it's going to make today look like a deal. So celebrate the fact the market's not open, Don. Thank you very much. The green utopia. You know, when Texas uh, in the wintertime, you remember that? When the, the Texas shut down and they were all freezing to death? You know why, right? Texas is the greenest state in the country. You wouldn't think that, would you? It's true. And uh, I have this sale that I saw. I thought people should know about this. Well, now might be a really good time to sell something when it's most valuable. A Houston oil refinery, one of the largest in the country, is closing down. The 700-acre Pasadena plant is able to refine more than a quarter of a million barrels of oil per day, turning crude into transportation fuel. That story is six months old. Maybe that's why we're in this pickle. They shut it down. 312-642-5600. Marxists, socialists, and communists are not welcome on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. 40 days up to 40 pounds. Say it with me. 40 days up to 40 pounds. With NJ Diet, it only takes 40 days to lose a contractually guaranteed 20 to 40 plus pounds. AM560, The Answer. David Hockberg is on WGN News right now. And it's true. The camera does add 10 pounds. Boy, that high D. It's not for everybody. I can't wait to talk to him. And you know why he's on there, right? He's on there to talk about the future of home buying. Oh, but he is. And you're going to hear all those old verbs again. Short sale. Hmm. What's a short sale? Well, that's when you owe the bank more than your house is worth. And in a mortgage document, most people don't read it. Otherwise, they'd understand promise is a promise regardless of value. But that's another topic. If your value on your home drops, guess what the bank can do? They call you up and say, hey, dummy, bring me a check. And you not owning your house when you take a mortgage, you can say one of two things. Okay, or I default. And when that happens, it does the old domino. And do you know when these instances happen, do you know always who's in charge? And do you know, furthermore, what the answer always is? Number one, it's always the result of incompetent political decisions. And uh, number two, the answer is all the good people bail out the scoundrels. And that's coming on the horizon, too. Believe me, you will hear that murmur of more money being printed to save you out and stimulate the economy and yada, yada, yada. I give it five days. Five days by Friday. How's that for a bold prediction? Oh, yeah, I'm in the prediction business. Robert Bloomingdale. Hey, Sean, how you doing tonight? I'm doing better than Joe Biden's bicycle. Got a ding on it. Yeah, well, here's the thing. You know, a couple comments back before Don from Bloomingdale um, about the gas. You have to open up the gas lines in the United States, the pipelines, and uh, stop doing silly stuff like economic recessions, pulling off your bike and embarrassing this country. That's all this guy's doing. What do you think? Here's the one thing Marxists have correct. When you don't like the proposal, you shut that song gun down. Shut it down. So now nobody goes to work. What I would do, if I were involved in the American oil business, I'd clamp it shut. Now my offer to you is nothing. And until every regulation is removed, until every barrier for our decision to drill and on the, on the leases we already bought, that's the other thing nobody goes, they already bought leases that they cannot drill on. I want a 10-year moratorium on all regulations. 10 years. And I, I, I think I would settle for 10. I'd probably start for 40. And until that's done, you get nothing. And bring this country right where it should be under the rule of a Marxist. In absolute p- 
poverty and depression because that's what the people of this country deserve. You put in this idiot. You, at least John, you want me to believe you did. Yeah. Yeah, I got one last quick comment, too. Now, you were saying earlier on they closed off that gas um, oil field in Texas. Yeah. Well, why? What's the reason behind that? Well, it's here in the article. Very nice way. Look at you. You're like an assistant, like a segue. It's like gas and diesel. The refinery is owned by Lyondell, which is based out of Europe, where there's a big push to turn toward more clean energy. Uh-huh. Energy experts believe the company also capitalizing on the timing. Russia's invasion has caused oil prices to skyrocket, making it a good time to sell the refinery. There you go. Well, you want it green? How do you like it? It's expensive. Oh, boy, that's socialism. It's all very, very expensive. Tim Highland, Indiana. Thanks, Sean. How you doing, buddy? Good, Tim. I just got done uh, working a uh, shift in uh, Soldier Fields for the boat uh, show, and uh, oh. a lot of money going around there, millions of dollars, but millions of dollars. Uh, maybe we got to lift up one of Jelly Belly's rolls and see what we can find. <laughs> How are you going to get him on a boat? There's no way they could strap a life preserver around him. They'd have to get him one of those rafts that they do for the cruisers that could fit eight people. You'd have to tie that to his waist. Yeah, Stevenson's got some crazy that could be Yeah, yeah, yeah. What else? Uh, my brother is actually the uh, um, uh, assistant director of financial aid at Governor's State, so just wanted to throw that in there, too. Yeah, let's get him yeah. audited. Nice way to do it. Very good. Yeah, sure. Right. Absolutely. Thank you very much. I appreciate the call. Jennifer Lena. Sean. Yes. Sean, you make me laugh even though I'm outraged. I love your show. Oh, thank I you. I want to tell you, you probably know, but there's some despicable things out there on the attorney general candidate, Tom DeVore. He used to be my, I don't know, mask mandate hero. And then I've come to see some, some things that are absolutely unsavory. He will not survive the general. He is an abuser. He is in the level of Harvey Weinstein. Look up poli- the really? police cam video so on I, I, Rumble. I'm going to confess something to you, Jennifer. I do not know. I have not paid attention because to okay, me, so- because to me in Illinois, the Republicans are feckless in the very best case scenario, there's all but a few, a few, a small and J- few. And J- Dave Shostokas is a good man. He helped write the Lithuanian Constitution. Well, he's I don't know. All right. I'm going to look him up. But here's he's, the one thing I want to tell you, John. He's amazing. I don't know Tom DeVore. To my knowledge, I don't know him. I don't know what he does. Well, but here's what I will say. I, video and I am going to look girlfriend. it up. Okay. Is it scandalous? Is it a good scandal? It's horrible. All right. it, it, it's horrible. Look up him on Twitter. There's no. a Venmo account where he paid for something to his girlfriend who's clearly abused. I mean, he has ethical violations with his right. law license. Well, we have to. He I want to. I, I want to take a look before I make any decision because here's the thing: you got to remember, and you know this, Jennifer. Right now, what you're seeing, what you're inundated with, ninety percent of it is slander and lies. But it's the only place in our in our society where we allow people to openly lie about other people. And I'm not suggesting that. I want to make the decision for myself, and I always recommend that everybody do that. But to, to, to buy the campaign ads, I'll tell you why I say this. My wife, we were sitting uh, on Saturday night. She gets a text message. And the minute I saw it, I'm like, nah, that's not true. And we, sure enough, we cross-referenced it, validated it. It was a complete lie. So you gotta, you got to be careful, and I'm going to look at it. And if, if it, so- it sounds, listen, you sound like you know exactly what it is, and I want to make my own decision, but everybody needs to do that. And if that's the case, then Jennifer, hopefully, he will not be in the position of winning. But I don't think anybody who's a Republican will, because if Illinois shows you one thing, they like it like this. I mean, 48 shot, what, what, what's it get, 35 seconds? 
35 seconds on the news. In the meantime, they have less shootings, but they're in private schools or they're in schools. And all of a sudden, that's, oh, my God, the horror, the gun violence. They don't want to talk about how, how the, the gun regulations, how all of their laws, all of their nonsense, all of the money has been squandered and wasted in the sewer. And the real problem is the Democrat scum that are in charge are representing the gangster disciples and the sale of fentanyl and scum more than they're protecting the good citizens from violence and mayhem. And they want to make sure that those guys are like the old man in the car with the hooping and the hollering. And if you haven't checked it out, check it out because it's from the CPD. It's from the CPD. You can Google this. It's on YouTube. When I tell you there's 60 kids, and they're all kids, you know, because they're all they're the same kids that do the shooting. They're all from that 22 to 17, 22 to 16, just attacking the man's car. And he kept his head. He didn't. I would have jumped on that. You're going to dent my car? I don't even. Are you nuts? I'll run you all over. Now what? Craig, Mount Greenwood. Hey, Sean. Thanks for taking my call. Anytime. Hey, be- before I mention my uh, comment about the. Uh, Occupier, I want to thank you for uh, every day, day in and day out, when you come on the, on the air, man. You you, you do your A game, man. You oh, bring thank the A game right to us. Man. Thank you. No, no, I appreciate it. You know why? You know why? I can't wait to get here. I can't wait to get here because I'm a news junkie. You can tell. So all I do is watch the news. I got up last night. I don't know. It was like you know maybe four in the morning. Trying news, I couldn't believe it. I couldn't believe the shot count. And I'm thinking to myself, are they going to include Monday? Because you should, right? It's a three day weekend. Include Monday. I'll bet you where you hit 70. And you know what? The media comes on and potash and the rest of it. 48 shot. Four dead. Not to mention the money that the Chicagoans pay. Do you think when these kids get shot, there's a Blue Cross Blue Shield card in their pocket? You're paying 160000 apiece just for the triage. Let alone if they need care for the rest of their lives and who knows what the hell else it happens. This is just a gateway for the ghetto lottery known as disability. Go ahead. Yeah, well, you're exactly right about that. But here's my point. Everything that this uh, demented, derelict of... Of destruction. Uh, demented, uh, derelict uh, of destruction. Let me help you with the nicknames. Go ahead. Okay. Everything he does is an absolute... Uh, is stupid and a failure, even trying to ride a bike. And it, he looks it was stupid. great. He does stupid. And, and he's, he's running our country. We're, yeah. we're, we're gut shot with this guy. He's not running our country. He's ruining the country. It starts with R, but it's a lot different. And he's ruining it because he should have never been put there because he's a Democrat. He's a loser and a failure. You show me a Democrat that succeeded at something, and I'll show you a Republican who doesn't know what Democrat means. He'll say he's a Kennedy Democrat. Those are the only ones I ever know that ever achieved anything. There are no more Kennedy Democrats. They're called Republicans. 312. 312- 642-5600. Call Sean now. 312-642-5600. AM560. The answer. I'll sue ya. I'll take all your money. I'll sue yeah, that ya. was uh, to Jennifer's point. I'll sue ya. The guy running for AG. I think he's the guy that's suing his mother-in-law, right? Or a girlfriend's mother or something. That's kind of Jerry Springery. I sue you and all your clients, jerky boys. Sure, why not? Yeah, let's make it. Do you know how much the people waste on lawsuits? Ah, oh, what the people waste. What do you think it, uh, how do you think it's going to end with three more years of a president who speaks like this? Not just the ignorance of stupidity of economy, but listen to the way he's comfortable with going after people who achieve in this country. Tax, increasing tax, taxes on those on, in, the, uh, in the corporate area as well as 
uh, the individuals as it relates to uh, Trump's tax cut, which is, which is inflationary. And, uh, you know, going out and buy the yacht doesn't help the economy hold Go out and buy the yacht, it doesn't help the economy. The people who make money and save money because of Trump's tax cuts. You mean the people who work, you Botox-faced dimwit? Is that who you mean? The actual people who make money? They're a thousand times better than you political whores or any of you Democrats, for that matter. Any! Guy buys a yacht. Let's just go through simple math because I've actually done a little research on this. You buy an 80-foot boat. 80-foot boat takes three crew members. Three crew members, you employ three people. It takes 15 that work on that boat every month from the time you dock it to the time you take it out month to month. 15 people are making money. And then the people that they benefit by buying the products. So one yacht, one yacht employs at least 26 people directly and maybe 70 indirectly. One yacht. What good comes from your staff? Hey, you with the wet socks. What good comes from your staff? What have you done for this country, moron? In fact, one yacht buyer has done more for American prosperity than 100 Democrats. What do you think of that? That's what I think. You idiot. Idiot. Maybe he bumped his head when he fell on the bike. I was hoping it would knock some of that dementia out of his ear. Now I know why to wear those stupid hats. Kira Elgin. Sean, I think you should be on Second City. Uh, I will go watch you if you do. I'm so glad I grew up when I grew up in the neighborhood I grew up with, surrounded by men. I want to see some guy go through Melrose Park circa 1979 with a bicycle helmet on. With his red, white, and blue, and his and, and his his celebration shirt, and the whole nine yards of it, he would. I just wish I would have been there. It just would have been fun to see. Now it's normal. Go ahead. Okay, Sean, I do get my news from you, so uh, I don't even listen to other news. But I accidentally had on Channel Five News for some reason for about sixty seconds, and this reporter had this huge grin on his face, and he was actually talking about babies getting. The vaccination. They showed a poor boy in his mother's arms getting vaccinated. He looked like he might have been two years old. So thank you to Kira, Florida. I went to I, the reason I came home. My 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 father in law is the best human being I know. Right. So I wanted to see him. But I get to see everybody. All my nieces and nephews, and they all have three kids. Everybody's got three kids. You know. And you see all the little kids running around. And my nieces. I'm related to them through the girls. They're all girls. And I want to see the doctor that tries to vaccinate one of those kids. I want to meet that brave son of a gun that wants to vaccinate one of my niece's kids. And as far as if you're going to make them come up with cards, the nice thing about my nephews, they're all men. They're all men. They all work like dogs. They provide not a one of them on government cheese. I want to see them try to stifle the parenting of my family protecting their kids in spite of their own stupidity, failure, and scandal, which is the vaccine. It is a scandal. You want to talk about a, a, an, un, an outrageous scandal, it should have congressional investigation. It's not January 6th. It's this fraud vaccine that's got people in other countries getting settlements. They kind of curl down and they don't have the wrist strength to even hold my wrist so straight. His muscle strength is weak in his hands, his legs too, forcing the Lake Country man to wear these braces. They're just an insole. They slide in in my shoe. Canada, $260,000 they gave him because he can't use his hands or his legs. You know what what they settled? And they settled because he proved 
His illness is from the vaccine. Now you're going to give it to kids in this country? This is one of the only countries where you have no recourse. In Canada, they can sue the vaccine company. But our vaccine companies here, they own the political whores, like Adam Kinzinger and the rest of them. What's Adam say about the vaccine? What do you say, Spritle? 312-642-5600. Broadcasting from the Petri dish of corruption known as the state of Illinois. In the upper Midwest of the nation and around the world. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now, with personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. When I first heard of our uh, next guest, it was uh, an article I read in the Wall Street Journal. I uh, thought it to be insightful, and I knew I was going to look forward to some of his next writings. He then wrote a book, a new book, Rediscovering America. It's been on the number one Amazon new releases for eight weeks. His name is Scott Paul. He was a, a fellow at the Stanford's Hoover Institute. He's now currently a senior fellow at Discovery Institute. Scott, thank you so much for joining me. How are you? It, it is great to be with you, Sean. I really, I really appreciate your, your time and your audience. And oh, thank uh, you. Let's get to it. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. I always, you know, I mean, we've talked before about your book, and we've talked, I've talked to you before. And the reason I like having you on is you have a way of reminding people that we are going to survive anything because we're not a place. We're an ideal. We're... Uh, the enlightenment based on it, you know, that's what our country is based on. And the idea that no man is enslaved to another, we're going to go through rough times. But what you prove beyond the shadow of a doubt is that America is still humanity for that example, is still in its intellectual infancy. And when you see these children, these know nothing, do nothing, ideologues of collectivism, you realize it's going to be a long haul, but we will survive. Is that not true? We will survive. There's no doubt about it. There is no doubt about it. American, America is a remarkable country, and, uh, and in so many ways we're, we are in, a, in better shape than certainly the early revolutionaries were because we have a constitution, and that constitution is so profound uh, in that it, it provides uh, protection to us. Uh, we have unalienable uh, natural rights, and the government's function is to protect those rights. Of course, it's not doing a very good job at that, but that's still enshrined in the Constitution. Uh, the legitimacy of government comes from the people and only the people. We are a country of the people, by the people, and for the people. And so when government doesn't live up to its responsibility, uh, we can change the government. We choose to do that through elections. But if we, if we have uh, you know, more vote fraud uh, down the road, I think you know, we're going to see you know, I don't want to see a civil war in our country, but no, in the I, end, I, I didn't want to see the first one. I didn't want to read about the first one. I can't believe we even had the first one when the reality was this was supposed to be in our laws that you didn't have to be violent if you had a disagreement and that things could be worked out through reason and logic. But the one thing I want to work on is your next book, which I'm going to name for you right now. You ready? <laughs> I love it, Sean. The Survival Guide to Stupidity by Scott Paul. 
how we are surrounded by morons, and they just all happen to be in charge and supported by other morons. And what you really think about as you listen to the dialogue, as you listen to the plans, as you listen to the policies, these are morons. I mean, unmitigated, socialist, collectivist, whatever you want to call it. But what they really are, are fools who have no answers, just a story. And the story is the same story that's ruined countries and nations since the dawn of man. The story that the mass could exist on the work of the few. I mean, that's what we're really dealing with. As you listen to these imbeciles, as they destroy the youngest and the richest country, because they are commingling freedom with socialism, with collectivism, with authoritarianism. And this is the part I want to break away from. And I mean any politician, any, I don't care if he calls himself a Republican or if he calls himself Joe Matarazzi, I don't care. Any politician that thinks he can create a law to force somebody to do something is over with now. I want them thrown out. I want to give Washington an enema, and I want to run under that, guys. What do you think? <laughs> I agree with 90% of that. Let me put it that way. All right. Very good. Yeah, because, you know, you're going to drive around with that big hose. Where do you really put it outside of Washington? You've got to go right to 1600 Pennsylvania. That's right. That's right. I mean, the sad reality of our current situation is that is that we are saddled with an illegitimate government. Bingo. Uh, and because it's illegitimate, we are no, you know, we are like a banana republic. We have no, we do not have a legitimate government. We don't have the respect of other nations. And the, pe- the American people don't trust their government anymore. So, but, uh, you know, we're, we're going to get through this because the people are still there. We still have a Constitution, First Amendment, Second Amendment. But we have to be prepared to push back on every front. We have to get involved. We have to get out of the bleachers and on the field. Yeah. We all need to think in terms of, of the action items that we can do an hour or two a week that can make a difference. And certainly, when it comes to voting, we've got to be involved. We've got to be involved in the polling places. We've got to be involved in, in, in overseeing how the ballots are counted, uh, and we have to be, have our eyes and ears open for any, uh, you know, any activities that are irregular. And yep. we, we have to insist that, we're, we, that we are going to be represented, that the patriots put aside party, but the patriots are going to be represented. So, Scott, I, I want to tell my people, because, you know, this show, it, it's broadcast um, primarily, it starts in Chicago. I mean, we're on the Internet. We have a bunch of countries and the rest of it. But this is a show that's primarily in the Democrat stronghold sewer of corruption, where the people are used to it. They like it that way. And they're going to continue to vote for it called Illinois. It's very similar to New York, New Jersey and the rest of it. I want to communicate to the people that there are areas in this country right now, states that are strong and are putting up a resistance, and that convention of the states is growing, this is really a good movement. So although you're beaten down if you live in these Democrat sewers, the optimism comes from these stronghold states based in freedom, where this kind of stuff wouldn't be tolerated, where the names of, like, a Lori Lightfoot would be laughed out of existence, or, or, or you know, this, the fat slob trust fund baby with the butter hands, what's his name, Pritzker, and the rest of it. These guys would be laughed out of restaurants, let alone office but that will that is changing because that is the silver lining is this failure is so undeniable biden feudalism the democrat fraud of this phony nonsense green energy where they pretend all of their answers aren't made out of oil and that they actually work this is really not going to take off in states that have a 
a better government, not just Republicans, but a better citizen, where the kind of skullduggery that you see in the scandal and the shootings doesn't happen because the people are decent. I think that's going to be the beauty, is that we are intellectually separating, are we not? Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So this is where you focus on. So instead of being beat down, I mean, you should see, you should see in Illinois, first of all, where, where that Adam Kinzinger is from. Did you hear this idiot yesterday and his January 6th bull dung and the rest of it? Oh, in Illinois, our higher echelon of the GOP, we have lawyers, scumbags, been in power for 30, 40 years. Brothers are lobbyists, wife's own video game poker machines. They kiss the ass of that front-running scumbag Griffin. They get a fraud in there like Irving. Here's the good news. He's down in the polls. They spend $54 million. So even here in Illinois, a Democrat mafia stronghold where they love it that way, there are signs where there is coming an undeniable, unfraudable, election because there will be only the handful of the corrupt and the welfare roaches that are the Democrat base, which really is the only people that should be voting for them anyway. <laughs> right. So what you really, you painted the picture of, of a fairly small minority. <laughs> yeah. The problem is we're in Illinois where about 80% of us are either they work for O'Hare Airport removing snow or they want to. That's our problem, right? So you got the welfare roaches that like to go pillaging and robbing and carjacking people at night. And then you got the other ones who think themselves to be businessmen because they want to be Guido Sarducci and pretend to re- remove snow and get, you know, $8 billion a year for it. <laughs> oh, man. So what I, think you- what, I, I, I think you know, the, the other source of hope really is it, it's sort of like the – who are the people that, you know, that, that transform their lives? It's they have, you know, in a religious terms, it's to come to Jesus. It's when, when you're really at the bottom – when you are really down and out, when when there is no no apparently no hope in front of you, where you have no answers and no explanations, uh, that's when people turn to God. And we are there now, culturally in our country. I think you're there. You're you're there now in Illinois. So I think many of these people that you would put on the other side as kind of they're they're lost. Yeah. Uh, don't. Well, God's don't got give a lot. up on these people. No, and, and they, you know, my they, argument is God's they, got they a lot. Can turn. Yeah. They can turn. They can turn and recognize that life is a lot better uh, when, uh, you know, they're standing on their own two feet, uh, you know, when they get oriented around producing, uh, delivering goods and services for which there's a real demand, living an honest life. Yeah. Uh, you know, the, world's, the world is, is still the oyster for young people who show up on time, who learn proper manners, who want to pay their tuition, and respectful to authority, and they're willing to work hard. I mean, they have a, they will have an endless. I mean, they have job security up the kazoo, and they can move up the ladder. Yeah, but Scott, when you see the way in which this government is openly attacking people who succeed, they're openly demonizing people who succeed, and they're pandering to the roaches in our society, the kind of college students that don't want to pay their their, their student loan. I mean, this is a character problem, right? This is something where you're trying to lure people to vote for you because you're saying, I will pay something you don't want to, whether it's your mortgage, whether it's your food bill, whatever it is. And that sales pitch is what destroyed Russia and turned it into the Soviet Union. It's what destroyed Germany and turned it into Nazi Germany. It's what destroys South America. You just saw a big sweep by all of the fraud Marxists and communists, all of those people who pretend to hate capitalism as they live like gods and the rest of the people live like slaves. And the problem is there's so many Americans that do that. We call them Democrats. For instance, here in Illinois, 
they're always going to be Democrat. The scandal, the corruption, it doesn't matter. What they want is something for nothing. So what I think is happening is that intellectually there is a separation. And now through economics, it will be a collapse where you you will be either dragged into the bottom or you're going to want to work for the top. And it's going to be final and it'll be undeniable. What do you think? Well, you you've really uh, you you painted a, a very a, a very vivid picture. And well, I, I want to get co-author on your next book, Surviving Stupid. No, it's a very vivid picture, and I think it's very plausible. It's very plausible. So, how is this book? Number one, eight weeks. I believe I was on before you launched it. Am I getting any mention in the write-ups? None. <laughs> Sorry. No. Oh, this is pathetic. Uh, have you have you attributed any of your success to my show? <laughs> I am now. All right, fair enough. Because now I'm in the now I'm in the uh, the promotion stage. You know, the earlier stage was you know was getting the book you know published and launched, and it was quite an ordeal. I mean, uh, I had to knock on a lot of doors uh, before I found a publisher, but so did many bestsellers. You know the story of. Uh, Harry Potter, how that was shopped around, sure. and nobody wanted to publish it, and look what happened. So, yeah. But my book's a little bit different. It'll never be a, a home-run hit, but it's, it's a great, it's like a survival manual for the times in which we're living, and it provides very tangible answers uh, that people can put to work and use. It's, some people call it a bit of a self-help book, because I describe the qualities of character that uh, our, that, that former people had, leaders had in overcoming all the difficulties we had from the very beginning, from the very founding of the country on. I mean, we think our problems are tough, and they are, and they're unique. Uh, you know, technology, mass society, has ch- mass communications has changed a lot of things and made our challenges uh, perhaps certainly different, but perhaps more difficult, but we can still overcome. Well, I'm optimistic because we're, we are all primarily descendants from immigrants that didn't want welfare, that saw shame in it, that shunned it. And as I watch these new intellectual welfare roaches beg for their tuition to go away magically, beg for their mortgage to disappear, beg for food stamps, beg for, for subsidies, I get a little disheartened, but then I remember those old foreigners who barely spoke the language from all different places around the world, and we are all descendants from them. Somewhere, there's got to be a break in the gene where maybe there's a great-great-grandkid who says, I don't want your government cheese. That's what I'm hoping, and I think it'll come from people who read your book and learn this isn't about circumstances we cannot overcome. It's from character we should all reject. And that's really what we're facing—a lack of character. Oh, well said. Well said, Sean. I, I, masterful, I must thank say. You. Oh, thank you. Well, Scott Paul, I wouldn't mind co-author on your next book, "Survivalist Guide <laughs> to Stupidity," by Scott Paul and Sean Thompson. I like the way that sounds. But in the meantime, you can buy "Rediscovering America" by just Scott Paul, I guess, with a little help from me. Thank you very much. <laughs> thank you, Sean. We'll be back with your calls and comments after this. This is the Sean Thompson Show, where Democrats are always wrong, Republicans are seldom right, and politicians are never, ever to be trusted. On AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Nice. It's like Illinois' future. All right, you know what? I'm going to make you feel good. A lot of times I beat up these imbecile scum. 
that have destroyed Illinois. But I want to make you feel good about something. Success sometimes is not always hitting the big win. Sometimes it's missing the potholes. And there has never been a better example of a political pothole on the Republican ticket. And we've hit some big ones in Illinois. Big ones. Jim Thompson, 3% cola. Moron. Ogilvy, Toll system. Moron. Adam Kinzinger, Tea Partier. Sure. Moron. But you dodged a bullet because this scumbag Irving, this cowardice fraud, is going to lose. And he has yet to reply to the debate that we're supposed to have. When is that? A week from Tuesday? No, three days. It's three days. In three days, we're going to have a debate. He has yet to even reply. There are two radio stations that are not selling Marxist propaganda in Illinois. Two. And one, I think, sucks. WLS sucks. Then we, there's this one, the answer. So we're hosting the debate. This cowardice fraud, $54 million at a front-running piece of garbage, Ken Griffin's money. Not even, didn't even answer. The coward. That's a coward. If you're a man, you come and you take the fight. Or if you're a man, you say, I wouldn't even go on there. But you hide in the corner like your girlfriend, the tramp that she is, the one that was buying the pot drunk. That's missing a pothole. Because $54 million can buy a lot of lies. A lot of people might have believed them. But it's obvious when he opens his mouth, he's an unlikable liar. Scumbag. Now let's go to the guy who suffers under there, Kent in Aurora. Hi, Kent. Hey, you know, I write wise sayings once in a while. All right. And Give me some um, examples of some of the ones you copyright and sold. Give me one. Okay. You're the one. Have it a nice, nice day. nice talking to you, Sean. <laughs> um, All right, go ahead. So what we need to do is elect principled men and women who will roll up their sleeves, go to Washington, D.C., and get things undone. We tried that, and then people invented Doesn't lobbying. We- what we need to do, what we need to do is demand through convention of the states that lobbying be be really called what it is bribery and it be prosecuted. Because what we've managed to do is have an entire industry that produces nothing, manufactures nothing, employs only crooks, and we allow it to be tax-free. You know, in all of these taxes, let's tax the rich, let's tax the oil producers, let's tax this and tax that. How come nobody ever tax campaigns? Why don't you tax campaigns? I mean, they're you can keep it when you lose, right? Billion, yo, of course you do. What do you think Adam Kinzinger is doing? On Sunday, it he mentions no his bribery war chest, his phony human fund from Seinfeld. The scumbag is going to keep the millions, and he's going to go to dinner, and he's going to write checks. He's going to take his wife. The good news is I found out on Sunday he's heterosexual. I would have lost $50. He's going to take the baby out. He's going to write the checks. He's going to put probably pay for private school, write the check. The whole time... What has he done with his 175000 You think he even counts that as money? That just goes into some fund somewhere because he doesn't need it. His entire life is paid for by lobbyists who want government money back. See, you got to break that system. And until you do, we're not, we don't have elections. We have selections. And you ain't the one selecting him. It's the GOP and the DNC who share the same bank account, Kent. By the way, aren't you glad that everybody in Illinois saw that rat bastard you call a mayor for the fraud that he is? Absolutely. I am proud of my Illinois Republicans for just once. I think this might be the first time in decades that they spotted that lying con man for what he is. Thank you, Kent. 312-642-5600. He's Sean Thompson. Hello, Mr. Thompson. And this is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Couldn't it 
Now, this isn't Jerry Lee Lewis. I can tell him. That's not him. Is it? I'll tell you, he was over. Yeah. Hell of a singer. He had a little problem marrying his cousin. That's a little creepy. You know who else married his first cousin? Let's play trivia with Squirrel Hands. Somebody very famous married his first cousin. You're you're never going to believe it. Just take a guess. Just say it in my ear. I'll repeat it for the people. No, it is not Wayne Newton. Albert Einstein married his first cousin. And the nice thing is family parties. You know everybody, right? There's no one introducing. Sure. First-time caller, Don in Crystal Lake. Thanks for holding. Hey there. Thanks for having me on the call. I I just thought I would... um bring up a, a point that I don't I haven't heard any discussed in the uh, media at all. And I just thought am I the only one that's thinking this, that um, on January 6th, the reason why Pelosi refused the uh, troops, the reason why the mayor refused the troops for backup was that at the time of the uh, quote unquote insurrection without any weapons, there was a constitutional challenge to the election results for the States of Arizona and Pennsylvania in which uh, several U.S. senators were backing up the move to uh, challenge the results. Um, And then, um, actually, Senator Cruz, for both, made uh, comments Mm -hmm. uh, in support of such a move where they would appoint a panel of five Republicans, five Democrats, and five Supreme Court justices to take a 10-day cooling-off period to look into these allegations of fraud. And then all of a sudden, in the middle of Senator Lankford's speech, they have to close the chamber because, quote unquote, there's an insurrection. They need it. Listen, um, first of all, when I say they, when I speak of they, I mean the, the, the government in general, the government that wanted to remain powerful in the shadows. They needed January 6th because they could not afford to have the focus on the staggering numbers that they wanted you to believe that what was it, 17 million more people than voted for Barack Obama voted for this voted Im- for this imbecile? And how many more with, with the, the Duchess of Chaffington? That's even more. It's 19 million more than the Duchess of Chaffington. They want you to believe that these people, and they they wanted a system where it never had, a, had to be audited, and it could really never be questioned. So now you have the intimidation factor. And that's what all of this is. And make no mistake about it, it coincides with the red flag laws. Because the stupidity of of Americans to think that these government whores care about red flag laws. Here, look at your cities. The gangs and the cartels are killing people, you stupid son of dogs. Yet you don't want to do jack about that. You want to misuse red flag laws because in their mind, I'm their biggest threat. This is is about people like me. People who speak of a laissez-faire life where... You're not considered a leader. I can't think of one, one politician who I think is my leader. I'm the leader. You sit in the corner with a dunce cap on until I tell you what to do. That's how the country's supposed to be run. But somehow we've allowed these people who only sit in these positions because they're good at bull dung. And they can go from one room to the next and tell everybody in that room, I think like you. I'm just like you. And then you vote for it. So you're voting for the most prolific liars in the country, and you're you're they're the leaders. Well, it explains why all the other and, countries hate us because all we do is lie. And I, you know, and I don't mean to step on you, but oh. I just like I'm just curious why this isn't even brought up in anything you read anywhere, any websites to find a timeline is like pulling teeth Don, of, to the, coincide the event. Truth is the enemy of the liar. 
They can't have you looking for truth, and they cannot have you wishing that you could audit things. This is something that's amazing to me. Today, tonight, when the markets open on the night, when all of it, trillions upon trillions of transactions will happen instantaneously, and not one penny will be missing from one account. How do they do that? Because we have the technology to keep you anonymous and auditable results. We have the technology. But yet we're still voting like it's 1933 in Cicero with Big Jilly. You roll the dice, I remember where the dots were. You have to be a moron. And here's what the problem is. They are morons. We are morons. Just take a look at the news tonight. Watch the news. And you tell me that every, Chicago isn't full. 80% of absolute wretched morons who have no idea what right and wrong is. Thank you very much, Don. Good luck. Well, one more. Can I, can I ask Go one ahead. more thing? Yes, you can. Okay. Just I just wanted to uh, bring up another topic that's been bothering me, and that is that you talked about one of the biggest mistakes Trump ever made was shutting down the economy. I agree. Outrageous. Um, but my, my question is that has anybody ever dug into whether or not uh, Dr. Fauci brought this up to Barack Obama in his first year of office with a swine flu epidemic coming in? Did he approach him about shutting down the economy? Perhaps this is one of the only things Obama did in his uh, in his term that made sense. Obama did, did a couple things. That, ironically, Obama did a couple things that made sense. Now, whether he did them accidentally or not is, is true, but they would have never done that to Barack Obama because at that time, you have to remember what climate was. George Bush had just broken the rules of capitalism to, sell, to save it, as he said, and he lied as he enriched Wall Street. Wall Street had backed Barack Obama. Wall Street needed the, the country to stay open They couldn't afford that because enough people would have witnessed who was getting the money and how no one went to jail for the bundling lies of bad debt with good debt, which everybody who ever touched those deals should have went to jail. Instead, they got promotions. See, so that's what that's where we it's our job to communicate to these kids out there who think they're socialists because they hate corporatism and tell them so do we. But you don't turn to your government for more abuse, which is what a socialist is. If you hate the government and you think the government's crooked, so do I. The answer is laissez-faire life of Americanism. And that's all you have to communicate, Don. And then we can win. But first, we're going to have to get a, a system of elections that the people can audit rather than taking the words of gypsies and pirates and scoundrels. We call them politicians now. Thank you, Don. Appreciate the call, and Thank I appreciate you. you holding. Stan, I have, a, I have a relative named Stan. He's a relative of choice, not birth. Stan Martin, I love that son of a gun. Tougher than three people. Stan, DuPage County. Fine name. Uh, hey, didn't FDR marry his cousin? And not for her looks, obviously. I cannot imagine what FDR married that girl for, except if, you know, back then you didn't have jacks in your car. She could have changed a tire by picking it up and biting on it. Did you ever see Eleanor? Rough. She made, yeah, Oh, it's to keep the money in the family, but she makes Aunt B look nice. Oh, yeah. She makes Dr. Awardy look like, look like a flower girl. Go ahead. What do you got? Look, female. How corrupt is Wall Street? You've been a trader, because from a point of view of money and flow, money is flowing out of households. Things are costing more. Corporate profits are up, and yet Wall Street's down. It operates in the in the shadow of capitalism, promoting capitalism while bastardizing it. And it has done specifically for the last 30 years tremendously hard. You could argue it's done it for 80 years, but at least back then they were afraid of repercussions. Now, thanks to George W. Bush, there is no 
corporatism that will ever be penalized. If people didn't go to jail for Enron, people didn't go to jail for for uh, uh, the, the housing fraud of, of mortgage-backed securities, then no one's ever going to go to jail. What they do is put individuals who go to jail for outright Ponzi schemes, and they promote those who, who support government Ponzi schemes like the, the system we have now. This is not capitalism. The Dow Jones is not made up of one company that isn't backdoor nationalized and subsidized. Not one. It is an outright disgrace, and it is not the capitalism that I love or that 99% of my fellow commodity traders love. The 1% of scum did. Yeah, and and they're running on a on a fairy tale. See, this whole thing's held together with confidence. That's why they hey, have... But a, Janet Yellen understands it, right? Oh, Janet Yellen in theory understands it, but she loves the idea in which it's been bastardized because Janet Yellen, who normally would only get work as a Viagra slayer, now is one of the most important way, people in America. May I, may I share this, please? Only if white it's no swearing. Tackling crazy. Oh no, this is not. Okay, go tackling ahead. old white-haired person, Grandma Munster. That's Janet Yellen. Every time I look at her, I think Grandma Munster. You know, Dan Proft. I would like to say I came up with it, but Dan Proft, he is a smart son of a gun. He came up with Captain yeah. Kangaroo. Captain Kangaroo is good. That's a real good one. Captain yeah, blonde hair. This is white cackling moron. I don't know. Pull up Captain anyway. Kangaroo. I think you'll love it. Stan, love the name. Stay strong. 312-642-5600. He believes in freedom, capitalism, and individual liberty. And because of that, he's become an enemy of the state. He's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. Did you ever think in your life you'd hear any man say that to you? I'm talking about in any occupation. What do you th- what do you think about that? Well, I hope I can come to a decision by Friday. What? What? You moron? That could only be because you've never made any of these decisions. That would be at least comforting. We did it, Joe. You're going to be the next president of the United States. <laughs> <laughs> That's creepy, man. They are just creepy and stupid. And the people who voted for them, stupid. For instance, did anybody talk about this? Julia, is China Investment Corp's stake in equity stake in Earl Colley about fertilizer or politics? At this stage, it's hard to know. So today, um, the Chinese um, stake in Eurocali was converted into equity, but they actually bought the bonds back in November last year. At that time, they were buying into a Russian potash producer, which was the biggest in the world, and China is the biggest client. So back at that stage, it looked like a fairly strategic investment. So the two biggest enemies of America are invested in the same company that provides the fertilizer for everything grown in Europe. Hmm. And we're going to put sanctions and pretend that this is a war based on principles of sovereignty. And we're not going to mention that right now, right now, Ukrainians are being called Russian, what are they called? Russian sympathizers? Russian asset? They're Ukrainians that have been embroiled in a civil war for seven years. And, uh, I think they captured another one of our guys. A third American military veteran has reportedly gone missing in Ukraine. This follows the reported capture of two other former U.S. service members by Russian forces. CBS News foreign correspondent Chris Livesay has... See, but you're not going to get the truth in America. You're going to get the spin in America. That's why every once in a while, 
I like to watch Parliament in Europe. I do. I do. And there's a woman there who I really don't agree with on much, but I do love how relentless she is in pointing out exactly who profits from everything that we're being sold as a good a good mission. Uh, U.S. Defense Secretary have come out in the open now and basically said that they don't want peace. They want the war to continue in order to weaken Russia. And they are the ones fanning the flames. They see an opportunity to open up a market, obviously, for their filthy frack grass. Their arms industry is happy days because you can't have an arms industry if you don't have an enemy. And big players in the U.S. and Europe are dependent on Russian oil and gas. So they're not going to give that up. So meanwhile, while sections of America want us to bankrupt whole industries in countries like Germany, and the German leadership seemed to be willing to go along. We're being played for foreign policy, but then again, you knew who owned Biden? The Ukrainians. This is just bribery payoff, sold as a war. We'll discuss that and more. I got a politician coming up who I like. We'll discuss the efficacy of red flag laws after this. From the streets of Melrose Park to the trading floor of the Merck, he's fought for every dollar he's ever earned. And now... With personal liberty and our system of capitalism under assault in America, he's here to seize back our rights from the government. With a cigar in one hand and a copy of the Declaration of Independence in the other, he's Sean Thompson. And this is The Sean Thompson Show. My next guest is one of those rare animals. He's a politician that I actually like. This is the third time I'm talking to Judge John Novarini. And he is running for the Illinois Supreme Court. And that's a very important position in case you haven't been paying attention. However, I must say, I am a little disheartened by the Illinois judicial system. Not just because we have two Cook County judges sitting on the table of Wisdom Investment LLC with that scoundrel Ed Burke but because the Illinois Supreme Court has that scoundrel at Burke's wife on it. And I think the Illinois citizen is, likes the corruption. They just want in on it. But I'm optimistic because there are good people running for very important positions like Judge John Novarini. Judge, I wanted to have you on today, not just because you're running, but I want to ask you something that I am having a hard time wrapping my head around. Sure. The principles of American law is the Enlightenment, one of the key essential principles aspects of that is due process. I cannot be convicted because someone doesn't like my political views or someone doesn't like me. I am entitled to due process. I have had an argument with the idea of the FISA court system because of this. But moreover, how in the world is a red flag law on the Second Amendment possibly constitutional? Well, I think that, Sean, the, the Second Amendment, I mean, we're, we're sworn to, to protect, defend uh, the Constitution, and the Second Amendment is part of it. I mean, I, I support the Second Amendment. I support all 27 amendments. I mean, uh, the Second Amendment is pretty clear. Uh, I, I, the right to keep their arms shall not be infringed. What, what part of that don't you understand? No, I... It's not, it's not you, but speaking. And here's the other problem, Judge. Do they, do they? I mean, I know Democrats know know that their base is stupid, but do they think everybody is stupid? Do they think I can't see what you are doing with the intimidation uh, inquisition you're calling January sixth? That isn't about January sixth. 
That is an inquisition. That is an intimidation tactic for people who supported or didn't support Joe Biden. That's what that is. That is, if you espouse these values, you are under our watchful eye of a Department of Justice, which is not interested in breaking apart the cartels that are trafficking in fentanyl, not interested in breaking apart the street gangs that are destroying the quality of life throughout America. They're interested in intimidating the people who are speaking on American principles. And we are going to connect those two things together. So soon the red flag law will be that I supported Donald Trump in 2020. That will be the red flag law. Everybody sees it. What are we to do under this climate? Uh, need to elect people that are uh, originalists, people who will follow the law. Uh, you know, this is what it comes down to in judicial races, Sean. It's, you know, what is your judicial philosophy? I mean, are you someone that believes the Constitution is a living and breathing document that changes with the culture? Or do you believe that you interpret the Constitution as it was written by our founders? I mean, look at our history. Whenever we've gotten into trouble or come up with, come down with bad cases, you know, you start with the Dred Scott case. Again, that, that was a, a bunch of judges that believed that, that followed that believed the Constitution was a living document that uh, changed with the culture. At the culture at that time, so the black man was property. Well, if they followed the law. We might have averted a civil war. Eighteen exactly. Same thing, Plessy versus Ferguson. Uh, it, was, it was a living and breathing document. They followed the, cult, the culture at that time. You know, ever since 1868, 14th Amendment, blacks and whites were supposed to be equal. But the culture said, no, they're not. We're going to have segregation. The Democratic Jim Crow South segregated. And then 1896, Plessy versus Ferguson made it the law of the land. Another Supreme Court blunder. And they didn't fix that until 1954 uh, with the Brown versus Board of Education. I mean, these are cases that the Supreme Court blundered on. And then you get the 73 case of Roe v. Wade. This, this is a case that the Supreme Court should never even taken. Again, it, 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 they believe there's a living and breathing document to change with the culture. If you just simply follow the law, all right, interpret the Constitution as it's written, uh, you wouldn't get these cases and these, these cases that result in catastrophes, basically. Look, look, look how Roe v. Wade 49 years of what we've had. Oh, because because we're fighting back against the idea that somebody can legally kill somebody else, and just because you're the mother, you get away with it. It's outrageous to me. But we're we're giving the extreme versions. I want to talk about just the baseline principle of where philosophically this country is in its mental development. And when you go back and you think about the Montesquieu and how he wrote that America will never, ever be socialist because the American citizen, from the most humble to the most successful, had the arrogance to understand he is never to be a slave to his fellow man. That was the beauty and why I walked around as a young man so full of American arrogance, because socialism, because collectivism, because fascism is unconstitutional. It will never be tolerated. Yet here we are in the year 2022, where I've got a bunch of political whores who I can buy for $500. For $500, I'll buy one of these two-bit aldermen to eat a banana and drop off a fruit salad. Yet this is the same idiot who could shut my business down and take away my property at a whim and has. And now we're in a time when you can legally intimidate me and my wife to give our baby an experimental drug where in this country we're one of three that cannot sue a pharmaceutical company which has been successfully sued around the world and in Canada to give judgments for harm, and how is any of this constitutional, Judge? Right. Well, here's the problem, Sean. 
uh, you know, not only have the, the Democrats taken over the House, the Senate, the judicial branch, but we, we got, uh, they've taken over education. People don't understand the Constitution. They don't know what the Constitution says. You know, we used to have the working poor in, this, in, in Illinois. We've got now a dependency class. They depend on government. And, and this is the, whatever government feeds them, they accept. I mean, I sit in court. And you, people come in. Go ahead. You cor- no, you corrupted our Constitution. You don't want to know why I left Illinois. Everybody says, why did you leave? Why did you leave? You ingrained corruption. You ingrained slavery in the Constitution to those municipal workers. I don't give a rip what their pension does. How are you able to tax me? You want to pretend that that's a that you're entitled to that? That's that's a separate argument. But you literally in Illinois, it's in the Constitution. You are to pay the pensioner before the guy who's going to work, and you can tax the citizen any amount to make that guy solvent. That's when you look at that document. When you look at the Illinois Constitution, you say, "Right? Are you kidding me?" It has nothing to do with return on investment. And they say, "Oh, I didn't put the money in. He put the money in. It's all a, a scam, Judge. You know that." And right. you're, you're basically legalized extortion of the working man in Illinois. Yeah. I'm a background is banking, so I know numbers. I know you do. It, it, it doesn't work. You know, it, it, it eventually implodes. Yeah. I mean, uh, the pension, I've said this every year, in 2023, January 2023, no more pensions in Illinois. Now, you're going to have to pay the people that are in, in the system. But going forward, if you don't want the job, do something else. But we can't afford, we got to get some sort of light at the end of the tunnel in Illinois because uh, the, the pension debt is it's, it's insurmountable. I mean, it, we're paying, what we're paying out on pensions is practically the same amount we're paying out on education. And it's just getting, it's growing and growing and growing. That's the problem with Illinois. Ever expanding government, it's higher taxes, and uh, overburdensome regulation. It's the complete opposite of, of conservatism. See, this is why I like you, because you're willing to say that. You're willing to you know that. You understand the fundamentals of of not just uh, Americanism, but law, what it's supposed to be. And you're living in a state that you know is operated and controlled by the organized syndicate calling themselves the Democrat Party that had the audacity to legalize extortion and corruption and call it a pension and, and make it a law of the land. And you've got so many businesses you've chased out. We lost Caterpillar, Boeing, and Walgreens. I don't even. I think Walgreens is gone too. I don't even know why the hell they'd be here. In fact, you can only get business here when you give it tax relief that other businesses that have been forced to stay here have to pay. And it's somehow even that's legal. I, I I'm very disheartened in the whole system of legalized extortion, corrupt corporatism, and subsidies that. It's the only way you can bring business here. How are you going to keep a good man here? Right. Well, that's why this election for Illinois Supreme Court is so important. We have an opportunity. To, to, I'd like to say Republicans, but I really prefer to say conservatives. If the conservatives can take control of the Illinois Supreme Court, it would be the one branch of government that's possibly uh, that conservatives can take uh, in this cycle. We're going to wake up on November 9th. The Democrats are going to control the House. They're going to control the Senate. And, you know, at the best, I'd say 50-50 that we'll be able to take out J.B. Pritzker. Oh, Even I, I, what does it look like on the street? What's the reception you're getting? My, the, I'm getting great grassroots. I mean, people are, are telling me they voted for me already. Uh, they're going to vote for me. It's the grassroots. I mean, we're, we're not anticipating a huge turnout on, uh, on June 28th. But I think the grassroots are motivated out there. I, you know, I'm a non-establishment, independent, grassroots conservative. And I think we're doing very well. I'm very optimistic. You've been attacked a little bit 
Um, oh yeah. The good news is, and and this is, I said this earlier on the show. I'm 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 pleasantly surprised in my fellow Illinois non-admitted mafia member by calling himself a Republican who rejected this fraud, Richard Irvin and Ken Griffin's slush fund of corruption. I mean, I'm I think it's optimistic. Do you? Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, yeah. Uh, apparently, it backfired. People woke up and saw see what's going on. You know, we got a billionaire trying to basically buy an election. I think people are waking up. Now, the last time I had you on, it was to correct the fact that um, you were attacked, um, somewhat by a guy saying that you were ran as a Democrat when the reality is you did because the Republican um, aspect of our politics had been eliminated and outmaneuvered by the Democrats. And that's why you ran as a Democrat, right? Oh, yeah. No, the Democrats came in. What they're doing is they're trying to pack the courts. They're creating what they call sub-circuits within the circuits. Uh, they say it's for diversity purposes, but it's really to elect more Democrats. They came into Kane County in 2007. I was chairman of the W Township Republican Party. I mean, I'm I know. I've been a concern Ronald Reagan. They came in, gerrymandered me into an unwinnable uh, sub-circuit. It was, a, it was a, a very winnable Republican circuit. They turned it into an unwinnable, uh, completely lopsided uh, Democratic sub-circuit. So uh, my conservatives and I stick together. We, we decided to resign as chairman of the Dundee Township Republican Party, and I'd run as a, a conservative Democrat. Back then, there were still some conservative Democrats, and uh, it worked. I, I was, I was able you know, to, in I you doing to... that and in you maneuvering and outmaneuvering what they had maneuvered in order to get you out, isn't, oh, yeah. isn't no, there exactly. a telling sign that that may be the answer? is to run, yeah. even though as much as you hate it. Like, I can't even say Democrat without wanting to punch one in the face. Isn't it? Uh, isn't the idea to run, well, um, you know, and just say, okay, I'm a Democrat. I mean, after all, they'll pretty much vote for anything. Well, well I was never really a Democrat. I was a, I ran as a Democrat. I've I know, always I know. Principles and values never changed. But when you, you know, this, this gerrymandering, Sean, is worse than the mail-in voting. Yeah. Because once gerrymandered into a Democratic sub-circuit or a district, what's the point? You can't win as a Republican or as a conservative. Don't you, aren't you almost in admiration of the way in which they maneuvered to eliminate the Republican district? I mean, that's some funny stuff. You know, I told you about the, the scoundrel in Melrose Park, right? When they started the test, they were all horse racing degenerates, and they used to give the horse the hot shot. And then Maywood Park said, Ah, we're going to test for a hot shot now. Every horse that wins, we'll test them. So what these diabolical son of gut dogs did is they gave the other horses the shots to slow them down. So they never tested. The, they only tested the winner. Uh, and he tested clean. I mean, that's some Democratic diabolical stuff. Aren't you just in admiration a little bit about it? Uh, yeah, yeah. No, the Democrats know what they're doing. Like I said, they control the House, the Senate, the governor. They, they control the circuit court and the appellate courts in Cook County. They've controlled the Illinois Supreme Court since 1964. And their strategy now is to come for the collar counties with these sub-circuits. I mean, Democrats are playing chess. The Republicans, I'm not sure what they're doing. I mean, well, I want you to win. Illinois needs you to win. In the event you don't, I assume you're going to use me as a real estate broker when you move down by me, right? Right. Exactly. <laughs> All right. Where can the people go to support you and help you because uh, you're essential? Yeah, the website is simply Novarini.com. That's N-O-V-E-R-I-N-I. Judge, I wish you the best of luck, really. I mean, I I still have a real estate interest I'm dying to get out of, so we're going to need you. I hope to God you win. I wish you the best of luck, and uh, please keep us posted. Thank you, Sean. Have a good night. 312-642-5600. 
Make money, smoke cigars, and live free on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. I have been doing that same mistake since high school. I meant the Tocqueville, not the Montesquieu. Those French cheese-eating surrender monkeys. I get it mixed up all the time. It was the Tocqueville that said these people love their their liberty and their freedom and their Americanism more than they would ever convert to socialism. I think he oversold us. We should have uh, paid a little bit more of attention. Because now what you see is is almost regardless of the unmitigated Democrat failure, there's still people out there that are admitting to voting for Democrats, regardless of what becomes normal in the sewers that are run by them. We have some breaking news to tell you about this morning. A heavy police presence in the Gresham neighborhood after three people were shot near 85th and Peoria. This is a live look right now. You can see several police officers out there. We know this includes two teenagers. Chicago police say a 29-year-old woman was taken to Christ Hospital in critical condition. A 16-year-old boy was taken to the University of Chicago Medical Center in serious condition. And a 17-year-old girl also taken to U. 48 people shot. Did you get the stats in Ukraine? Somebody tell me if 48 non-soldiers, because they would be Americans, we're not going to count them anyway, non-soldiers were shot. I, I, I'm going I'm to say there are less people shot in Ukraine this weekend, Saturday and Sunday, than in Chicago. And that's supposed to be a war instead of just a weapons laundry, money laundering scheme. Kevin, Pete, two times, Austin, Texas. Sean, love the interview with the judge. And uh, I hear the word on the street. You know who's supporting the judge? Who? People who just became precinct captains for the GOP. <laughs> Good, because so the more sure people you encourage, that the, pimp the more people Griffin you isn't. become precinct. The more people you encourage to become precinct captains for the GOP, the more people that will support the judge. I am so excited about the prospect. He's great. No, 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 not just the judge. I think the judge is great. Really, and if he doesn't yeah. win, you know, you could stick a fork in his pig. It's not. But the reality is, I am so excited that Illinois rejected that two-bit con artist, lying Democrat roach fraud, Richard Irvin, and Ken Griffin's front-running money. I am so excited. Take your fifty-four million and go spend it on the two-dollar whores in Miami, the way you used to. I'll be, I'll be happy. I, I'll be happy when the markets close, so, so to speak. So after the election's done. Then I'll be happy. Yeah, I, I, right I want to say, I feel, I feel like it's. I feel like you know the close is at three in it at noon. No, there's still there's still happen. a big percentage of people who are undecided, but they're not undecided. Sure, with Richard Irvin, they're undecided between my guy Raybine and Bailey. Right. Richard no, Irving will be a footnote, a footnote. And the to two a of footnote. them are going to support whoever wins. They're good guys because they're because they understand yeah. it's about the principle of Americanism. To me, as far as I'm concerned, and I I'll tell you what, I I like that Solomon too. Solomon's a good guy too. But I'm a Raybine guy. But see, Raybine is smart enough to understand that if it, you know, if we get very. I think Jeannie Ives deserves a lot of credit for starting this a oh. couple of years ago. Hopefully, this is extension of that. I so, was in the room when 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 she lost. And can I tell you about? Did I ever tell you about how how uh, uh, Dan Proft cost me a customer? Did I ever tell you that story when I first <laughs> bought the cigar store? I first buy the cigar store. It's right around that same time. You know, two thousand. Right, it was fifteen, I think, and um. This idiot comes in, and he was an idiot, but he was a nice idiot. He was a you know harmless idiot. He, he and he was a copper, retired cop, and he worked for the railroad. And he was the trust fund. His wife had a big trust fund, so he just kind of 
walked around and drove expensive cars. And he came in and he had just saw a commercial where they were bashing Jeannie Ives. And 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 she goes, he goes like this, isn't she uh Mike Madigan close to him? And and Proft was sitting there. He didn't know who Proft was. And he says, Are you are you a fracking moron? What what kind of a man are you? What kind of a man? You don't do your own research? The guy I said, Well, what are you gonna do? You gotta go. You're obviously upset, Proft. You got to get the hell out of here. Never came back. Cost me a customer. And I don't think Proft ever paid for a cigarette. That's a two time loser on me. Thank you very much. Or a cigar, I mean, excuse me. Thank you. Proft still doesn't pay for a cigar. He goes in the cabinet like it's his store. Grabs the. I don't even think he knows what they cost. Anthony McHenry. Uh, Sean, thank you for taking my call. Uh, John Novarini, he's come to our McKenna's Township committee meetings, and he is the real deal. There is no question about it that he is a true believer in the Constitution as written. And I, I had no idea you had you were going to have him on because I actually saw him on Thursday. But he would tell you that when it comes to this vaccine, no matter what they have created as far as the legislature, the statutes, the immunized companies for negligence, you cannot, you cannot protect the company from fraud. And we know that fraud was committed. That's a big problem I have with the Trump people. How in the world? This is a guy that he, he'll sue his mom. He'll sue everybody, Trump. How in the world did he tolerate that? You know what? You know what? I want to say one thing. I, I think that, that, that there's their failings in Trump, but I think this thing really scared him. I really thought he could handle a lot, but when he's looking at maybe three, four million people dying from this, I think, it, I think this is yeah. the one thing that made him go sideways. When you look at how he did Obviously, it, how you're he right. Get rid of Fauci. You know, yeah, obviously you're right. But the idea that, you know, from all his experience, you can't figure out the, the if their lips are moving, it's a lie. Anybody in government, if their lips are moving, it's a lie. They've never been right. Point to one time they've been right. Of course, you know, if you're on the inside, I mean, you know, you get a one point five billion dollar rebuilding housing in Iraq and you never were a builder and you're Joe Biden's brother. I mean, it's bipartisan skullduggery. And it's got to, you know, that's why it's got to come to an end. That's why I'm, I'm going to hate to see him go as a governor, but I think the only guy that could even remotely change well, things is that's, DeSantis. That's addition by subtraction. I hate to see that happening. But you know what, Anthony? He, he never wavered, and he never wavered. He said there's no way you can shut down the country. No way. And that's why Florida was, it never but, shut down. Never. Do you remember... Sean, you remember when, when Trump said, you know, by, by Easter we're going to be able to open the country yeah. and we're going to get back to North. And they abused him. They called him a killer and, and all that, you know, nonsense yeah. that they, they brought about him. But That's why I love the – you know what? You've inspired me. I'm going to look up on the Drudge Report. I say it's seven times more today than last year that are sick with COVID after all their bull dung. Thank you very much, Anthony. I appreciate it. God bless you, Sean. You too, brother. God bless you. 312-642-5600. He will never negotiate his constitutional rights with the government. Live free or die on The Sean Thompson Show on AM560, The Answer. AM560, The Answer. All right. There is something called the major... Economies Forum on Energy and Climate. It was June 17th. President Biden sent this stupid moron who married all of the money he ever had or ever spent or ever will have, John Kerry. Never earned a dollar in his life. What a fraud this buffoon is. And this goes on, you know, in the shadows. 
And the news media talks about January 6th. They don't want you to know about this because what they don't want you to figure out is that this is winning for Democrats. This failure that we're living through is their version of winning. And they need this to control you. And this is their ideology that will, in their mind, forever help America by turning it into a socialist, South American, quasi-European utopia, where the government is the richest, is the most powerful as it is now, and is in control. So this, to me, should have been news, not just because this group of oligarchs exists, but because the way they interact with each other. This is an American politician. I want you to just hear this. Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening to all of you. Thank you for joining us. Welcome both to the members of the Major Economies Forum on Energy and Climate and to the leaders of other countries joining us today as we work to strengthen our collective response to the climate crisis. Thank you, Your Excellencies, for participating in the third meeting. Your Excellencies. Thank you, Your Excellencies. This is the mind of those kind of people who believe there are excellencies. There are royalty. There are gods and important people. And the rest are slaves to be treated as such. See, I don't give a flying Durban what these third world fraud governments are, what they think, what they want to do, because I understand exactly who pays and what this is. This isn't about achieving anything. They can do jack about the weather. Jack. Their data is cooked. It is not science. It is fraud. It is about control and power and mysticism. That's all this is. This is about an excuse to take over your existence. It always has been. But I want you to hear the language. There are no excellencies. None. There are just frauds elected from one form of electoral thievery to another. And then there are those people who unfortunately believe there is such a thing as royalty and they are subjects in a monarchy system. But in this country... There are no excellencies. None. So you're going to have to live through this. But they stole the election. And they got it. And they're in control. And Adam Kinzinger supports them. Meeting of the major economies forum hosted by President Biden. And thanks to the participation of many of you and to our collective efforts, the two... There are no collective efforts. Hey, dummy. You apple tree that threw the apples at Dorothy and the Wizard of Oz, you moron. There are no collective efforts. You're imposing fascism on people, and so are they. You and them don't pay for anything. You're beneficiaries of government fraud, subsidies, and extortion and tyranny. You're not solving anything. You're destroying private property. You're destroying the backbone of a nation built on freedom. You're destroying it. They already did destroy it. And they are kings and dictators and frauds. But the idea that we're collective with them, it's only something that'll exist while people like you are in power. When real Americans, when real men and women get in power, all of your agreements will be torn up and turned into Charmin. Not just because we'll be out of toilet paper, but because you are the authority of nothing. You are illegitimate. 
You are temporary. You are transitory. And we will win in the end. Because the first thing we're going to do is rip apart all these fascistic agreements of fraud based on your climate fraud. Major economy forum meetings that the president convened last year were able to help contribute to the important progress achieved in Glasgow. See, this is progress. Aren't you loving progress? Aren't you loving the Biden years? Ultimately, there'll be a real American in there, a real man, and he'll do the right thing because what you've done is lie to us. So you're not in a panic over uh, the icebergs melting and the sea levels rising and I promise you, 20 years from today, I'll be the one that's laughing. The icebergs, the ice caps at the poles are not going to melt. The oceans are not going to flood the coast. People are not going to die. We're not going to have global climate change that cuts off the food supply. We're not going to have thousands of species eliminated as they lose their habitat. Poor John died before the governments did all this. Governments did all this. All the predictions of mayhem and food shortages is not because of climate change. I mean, after all, they don't mind when the Ukrainian oligarchs bomb chemical depots in Russia. They like that. They cheer for it. We give them more weapons to do it. They're not really worried about the climate. But they really are interested in the control. Among the many accomplishments at COP26, we all agreed on the urgency of deploying clean energy. Wait, then why did you send weapons... The crew line up their barrage of missiles and set the targets. These grads are not precision weapons. They can fire a full load of 40 122mm rockets over a wide area in under 20 seconds. Hey, I wonder what the major uh, World Economic Forum of Climate Change thinks about the missiles Ukraine's launching at the Russian chemical depots. Where's that fit in on your scam, Kerry, you buffoon? That's all right, though. You did earn the money. Guessing you had to fake a lot of it with that wonderful widow of Heinz. 312-642-5600. This is the Sean Thompson Show on AM560. The answer. AM560. What happened? Somebody asked about Ukrainian Nazis. They're the good guys now. But what about the climate change? I love to be lectured to on the economy by people telling me that the climate's going to change and it's going to be the end of the world, yet they all own seaside estates and they all support this oligarch run that they've been involved in a civil war. We're, we're giving them weapons. They're firing. What about the climate there? No, no, no. It's you. Stop it, squirrel. Stop driving your coal car. Stop driving it. You need to drive an electric vehicle. And they have all the answers. But these are the same people who, uh, when they talk about killing their own babies, they uh, bring in religion. Did you hear our vice president, also known as Nooner Harris? Did you hear Nooner? This is good. So we're going to see. I've I've been convening. I've convened faith leaders. And, you know, for for those of us of faith, I think that we, we agree, many of us, that there's nothing about this issue that will require anyone to abandon their faith. Yeah. (laughs) There's for you people of faith who want to kill your baby. There's nothing about this issue. That means you have to abandon your faith. You just have to murder your baby and feel good about it. We've convened faith leaders. These are the same kind of scumbags who drive around in the S 560 Mercedes with the license plates. I save them on it. 
You know, did you ever see that car? Oh, that's the, my favorite one. I think now it's a Bentley. Sure you do. And, 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 you know, God wants them to have a new plane. And you could feel good about killing your baby. Or change their faith. It's simply saying that the government should not have the ability to decide what an individual does with her own body. Why doesn't the government ever stick up for the baby? Never. There's no idea to stick up for it. Until that baby can become an excuse to launder money through their corrupt teacher union. Then they care about the baby. It's really something to see. Same reason they don't mention the, the 48 people shot in Chicago. The city with the strongest gun laws. Strongest gun restrictions. The city that is synonymous with Democrat failure. Known in their world as an achievement. Why don't they ever focus on that? You know, they do. For the record. This city... This state is a joke in Florida, in Tennessee. And it's also, they don't want to make too many waves because they're becoming very rich from all of the earners running to those states. So that's why. And it does explain how Democrats can actually pretend they're good people because you just heard them talk about invoking religion. There's no reason you have to abandon religion to kill your baby. This is the kind of logic we, we, we tolerate. And this is the kind of party that's in control of things. So stay true and stay fast. You're just going to have to tough it out. Just going to have to tough it out because ultimately there will be a time when people with an IQ over 60 who do not want to be fascists, Marxists, mafia members are in control. And on that day, we'll rip apart every one of these fascistic corrupt agreements that the Democrat Party calls a policy and a platform. I can't believe it's over. Can you get us Can you just get one more segment? Who's the new guy? Tell him I want the first half hour. Come on. What's his name? Officer Tatum. He's an officer. He'll like me. I just take his first segment. All right. In the meantime, I'll be back in 21 hours. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.